Let's do this. We do it most Mondays. We go to our Auburn Bank phone line now. And Kevin Ives from Plainsman Parking Lot at AUPPL on Twitter joins us here on the show. Kevin, how are you? How was your weekend? Good, sir. That was a good weekend. Pretty good weekend. I'm doing doing all right. Did you watch any of the Grammys last night, Kevin? Uh, I did not. The only part of the Grammys that I saw was a clip on Twitter of uh, John Batiste. I think that he won something. Um, and then somebody posted a picture on Twitter of like Drake and Tyler Scambino, and below that posted a picture of their parents that said, "Big deal, here's my parents." So that's all I really saw at the Grammys. <laughs> We're kind of all in the same boat. It's just uh, passing by posts on social media. Brooks, you were saying something about a comedian. Trying yeah, one, to- of the, one of the comedians had like a helmet on and said that we had to wear these now after last weekend's events at the award shows. And so, oh. <laughs> Very clever. All right, it's fun to switch it up from time to time. I, I was about to say, one thing that has not gone just in passing on social media was the play of Auburn baseball yeah, this weekend. Yeah, look at that transition. <laughs> Seamless. That's good. They took two out of three against uh, LSU. Big picture, what stood out to you from the weekend? I think the biggest thing, honestly, is really how guys have stepped up. Um, that that Sunday win was huge, really, because it started with Joseph Gonzalez and the tone that he set. And Auburn's been really trying to find a consistent kind of third starter um, that they can rely on instead of going into each weekend. TBA, now, now Gonzo has been that guy a couple weeks, um, and then he had a, a little bit of a blister issue, and so um, he got shelled for a little bit. But he was um, really, really good. His sinker ball was working extremely well. Um, he had six innings pitch, only nine hits, uh, three earned runs, two walks, and only one K. But the fact that he was able to limit a lot of the damage and have really low pitch count innings um, really allowed Auburn to kind of bridge the gap and get to their bullpen. And their bullpen um, was really kind of what shined um, in those first two games, the Friday and the Sunday game, especially Blake Burkhalter with two big saves. Um, and so I, that's probably the biggest thing that I, that I noticed was the pitching. Um, the hitting was still clicking, um, and the two-out hitting is what really, I think, um, what Auburn kind of excelled at this weekend and really has kind of been their M.O. Um, it's really been that they've, they're really kind of – they're not necessarily changing their approach with two-out, um, but I think that they're not scared of two-outs. They're not worried that they're going to get out of an inning. So they'll still leave some guys on base, but um, a lot of the damage has been done with two-outs, and you kind of see that consistency up and down the lineup. And you see guys – that are really um, shining when they've had a, a more of a chance to play. You saw it kind of last weekend um, with Mike Bello. Um, this weekend, Bobby Pierce had a really good weekend as well, um, and he had, uh, had more of a uh, contributing role. So you've seen guys kind of step up. And right now, Auburn, after three weekends, um, has a 5-4 and four record, um, two road series on under their belts, and um, kind of has a big one coming up this weekend with Vanderbilt. And um, Like Butch has said at some other – um, some other interview opportunities. Um, it's just a grind, and so they, you can't really stop. And so they're not really going to let up at all and kind of rest at all. I mean, it's, every weekend is going to be a grind, um, and they're just getting ready for Vanderbilt coming in on a huge weekend for A-Day and everything else that's going on. No kidding. For two consecutive road series victories for Auburn over A&M and LSU, oftentimes it does come down to your bullpen. And having somebody you can go to at the end of the game and you feel confident in means the world for any college baseball team, any baseball team in general. Did you have confidence that Blake Burkhalter could be this type of pitcher for Auburn? I mean, he's a name that we've heard of over the years, but he's never had as big of a role as he's got here in 2022. Did you envision this being so well? I did. I think like when he 
when it kind of got penciled in that he's going to be our, our closer, he's going to be a guy that we're going to set as our closer, and we have enough starting pitching um, and I have enough like long, long-term pitching that he's not really going to have to slot into a starting role like we had to do with Cody Greenhill. I think that he now that he could focus on that relief, that that closer mentality and that closer role, he's really excelled in it. I knew he could do it. I mean, he's got very electric stuff, has a really uh, good fastball with some good movement, uh, but he just pitches smart, and I think that's the best thing. He, he, that's what makes him a good closer is that he's not necessarily always looking to get a strikeout, but he's very aware of the situation and knows that he needs a ground ball or, or knows kind of what he's what he needs to go through the innings, and he can also pitch in extended outings. Now, hopefully down the stretch, he's not going to be called upon to you know pitch these uh, two inning or sometimes even a three inning save. Um, you know, Auburn can hopefully have enough a big enough lead or um, keep the games right out where you just bring him in in the ninth inning. But yeah, I mean, it's his time, and that's kind of the best thing that you've seen with Burkhalter with a lot of guys when they've gotten the chance um, and they've gotten the opportunity. They've really excelled at it, um, and they've just kind of stayed humble and kind of learned as they've um as they're kind of going up in the system at auburn and um yeah he's really excelled so yeah I, i'm it's great to see I, I i knew that he would um but i didn't think it would be as good as you know having these two huge saves in baton rouge um you know one during the during a big night game to open the series and um he's just been fantastic to watch uh, Kevin, uh, yeah, the pitching has been there uh, of late, but another person that has been there at the plate, and we talk about the guy all the time, but Sonny Deshara, and, and you just look at what he's done over the last four games is just incredible. I mean, he reached base in 13 of 20 plate appearances and uh, just racking it up. He's obviously one of the top hitters in, in the SEC right now. Just your thoughts on Sonny Deshara and the impact that he has made, I guess the immediate impact he's made on this team coming in as a transfer from Samford. Really has been an immediate impact, but not just one of the best hitters in the SEC, the best hitters in the nation. I think his open, I think his on base percentage is tops in the nation. I'd have to go back and look at it, but that really is a testament to the type of hitter he is, and the, and the fact that he can he does not strike out a lot. Um, he puts the ball in play, or he draws walks, and he's already. I mean, there's there's already opposing pitching staff that are intimidated by him. They don't want to let Sonny beat them, and so you've seen him get a few more intentional walks. Um, the necessary, or maybe um, they will pitch uh, Case and Howell a little bit harder because um, they don't want to, because Case and Howell normally slotted it um, at two right before Sonny. Um, they'll normally focus a lot harder on getting Case and Howell out, um, so they don't bring Sonny up. Um, but it's, it, the best thing you can say about him is not just his power, because he's got power, um, is the fact that his hands, he has, his hands are so quick, and he can hit the ball to any part of the field. Um, and he, if you watch him during the game, um, the best impact he's had is how he's been able to teach other hitters, teach the other guys in the lineup what he's saying. And so you'll kind of notice every now and then when, when guys will come up, um, you know, like right before him, and they're kind of talking to one another. And he has a good idea. And he, you can see that he's really kind of studied these hitters and knows what to expect. Um, and he has a, is a really good at being able to predict what, how he's going to be pitched. And so it's been an immediate, uh, been an immediate impact, um, not just with his personality, but just with his bat and just with everything else in general. And he's really kind of solidified that top half of the lineup, um, and it's it's really helped kind of establish Auburn to have a chance to make sure with Rambush constantly getting on, you kind of know that you're always going to start the game with a scoring threat, um, and that has to give you a little bit of confidence going into any game. 
Kevin Eyes is with us on the show today. He's on Twitter at A-U-P-P-L. Auburn baseball road game at UAB tomorrow, weather permitting. And then they're back at home this weekend taking on Vanderbilt. Here we are in April. Uh, so six or seven weeks into the college baseball season, and we're back to uh, full capacity throughout the league and certainly at Plainsman Park. Just what has it been like to experience these atmospheres again? It's been great, and you've kind of noticed all around the league that you know, you've know you had uh, like record-setting crowds. And even at Auburn, Auburn, like Jack State last weekend, it was the, the biggest attendance they've had for a midweek ever. Um, and so there's been a lot of fans that have come out. There's a lot, a lot of students that have come out of participate in the Operation Atmosphere. I expect Saturday is going to be huge because um, it's a 4 o'clock game, eight days in one. And so it's already sold out. There's already limited, limited tickets. Um, and people are turning up, and people want to see baseball. They want to see Auburn baseball. And it's just been a good time at the park. I've noticed just a, you know, a lot of people really taking advantage of that Tiger Terrace area um, and just all throughout the stadium because it's just an event. It's just a good time especially on the weekends. Um, you know, Friday nights are, are great. Saturdays and Sundays are fantastic as well. And, you know, it's a, it's a great stadium. I'm biased. I love the stadium that we have. And I love my vantage point where I get to watch games. But um, I, I think that it does, I think it's, you can't really compare it to anything else in the, in the league because it's so unique. I mean, yeah, it's not a, a giant park like, um, like Alex Box Stadium or, um, or even, you know, Duty Noble Duty Field. Noble, but it yeah. fits Auburn. Yeah, but it fits Auburn. It fits kind of, the town, it fits the population that we have here. It fits kind of um, the atmosphere that Auburn's looking for and, and can kind of get. And it'll just start to ramp up. I mean, this is all, this is all really, this and softball are the only sports that are left. Um, I mean, there's still, still tennis and still a bunch of others, but, um, you know, this is kind of a, a bigger deal. And now it's kind of the focus going to be for the end of the year um, to getting fans uh, into the stands. And it'll be great. Uh, and we're expecting a good atmosphere, especially this weekend. Uh, Vanderbilt coming in, uh, have been ranked as high as number two uh, in the country, but of late they've been slipping a little bit. But uh, what does Vanderbilt have? What can uh, Auburn fans look for out of the Commodores as they come here to Auburn? They're going to have strong pitching. They're going to come pissed off, honestly. I mean, because they got swept by Tennessee at home. Right. In a series they thought they could either win or probably take a series, and they just played very sloppy during that game. Uncharacteristically sloppy for Vanderbilt. But Vanderbilt is a team – um, that is going to run a lot. Enrique Bradfield is going to really test. Anytime he gets on base, he's going to try to steal. And he's going to test whoever Auburn puts that catcher um, to try to create runs and, tra- and to try to create havoc on the base pass. They're going to play very, um, this last weekend notwithstanding, they'll play very sound. They'll play with a lot of confidence. And they'll play smart. That's just kind of the Vanderbilt way and how they play. And so it's going to be interesting to see because Auburn's coming in with confidence, having one, two series. Um, on the road, Vanderbilt is kind of is coming in, probably not with not as much confidence because they lost the series that they should have won at South Carolina, and then they got swept by Tennessee. So you you want to see which team kind of keeps that momentum going. Um, you know, is Vanderbilt going to kind of downturn a little bit more um, before they start to peak back up, or is Auburn going to be able to ride that high from LSU, from A and M, having the confidence in themselves and what they're doing and how they're playing baseball? Um, and really kind of deliver. You know, that first weekend with Ole Miss was huge attendance-wise, and there were a lot of fans there and everything. And I think that's kind of what Auburn wants now is kind of you're going to have fans show up. You're going to have a packed ballpark. Um, you you want to have that product that all these people are going to be proud of and they're going to keep coming back for and keep wanting, keep wanting to see. And I think they will. I mean, I, I was looking at there's already some predictions out there, so it, 
it, there's some that have Auburn winning. There's some that have Vanderbilt at least um, taking two out of three. But it'll be a good series, um, and it'll be um, that Auburn always plays Vanderbilt tough, and Vanderbilt is always, despite them struggling uh, in SEC play these past two weekends, they're still Vanderbilt. They're still a good baseball team with a lot of talent and a lot of prospects. He's in the Plainsman parking lot for every home Auburn baseball game. Stop by, say hello to him, grab some tickets to Plainsman Park to watch these Tigers. They're 19-9 on the season, 5-4 and four in the SEC, and he joins us each week on Mondays. All right, in conclusion here, you're just a college baseball junkie, Kevin. Like That's what I find yeah. every time I scroll through your timeline, and I'm going to put you on the spot here if that's okay, all right? Okay. So I am going to be on the play-by-play call again tomorrow for Georgia Tech baseball against South Carolina Upstate. Is there anything you could tell me at all about that game tomorrow? Uh, for Georgia Tech and South Carolina? Uh, uh, USC Upstate? Yes. Uh, the best thing for USC Upstate, I think they're playing in the Big South. They just missed, or they may have uh, just missed the NCAA tournament last year. There's no way. They're really, they're really <laughs> this is teams. impressive. Wow. Uh, they, te- they used to be, uh, they're in Aiken, South Carolina. They used to be actually the Riflemen, or the Rifles. Uh, like the Spartanburg Rifles or something like that. Um, you might have to, to double-check that and look <laughs> that up. But um, Georgia Tech, that stadium uh, with Russ Chandler, Kevin Parada, it, as their, I think he's their catcher, yep. um, is one of the best hitters in the nation, one of the best catchers in the nation, probably one of the top pro prospects. But it's going to be a good game. Big South teams, when they tend to play ACC teams, they play – it's like uh, Sunbelt teams playing SEC teams. Like there's a little bit more – ferocity because those schools are going to be so close and so spartanburg and atlanta i don't know how far apart they are but they can't be too far apart um and i guarantee you on the upstate roster there's probably going to be more than a handful of guys from the atlanta area that are on that on that team but uh, you're unbelievable this was great great, it's a great you know we we went up to the the super regional right uh or the regional at georgia tech and that stadium is fantastic they've done a lot more to it um, it's, it's got one of the most beautiful sight lines in the park, but yeah, it's neat. It's, it's going to be a good game. Good deal. Um, I'm going to reference you in the broadcast tomorrow, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. Kevin, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week. Sound good? Sounds good.